All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning. You're listening to the Daily Morning Update from Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 6th of August. Now, despite everything that was happening across the world yesterday, most eyes were turned inward. The Rajya Sabha voted to approve the Jammu and Kashmir Reorganisation Bill 2019. It was passed by 125 votes in favour to 61 against. As a result, the state of Jammu and Kashmir will now be divided into two union territories. One without a legislature will be Ladakh and the other with a legislature will be Jammu and Kashmir. The Rajya Sabha also voted to adopt a statutory resolution that recommends the President abrogate or modify Article 370 of the Indian Constitution that gave special status to Jammu and Kashmir. Home Minister Amit Shah, defending his government's move, argued that in over 70 years, despite several efforts to bring peace and progress to the state, especially to the troubled Kashmir Valley, none had succeeded. He requested the House to give his government an opportunity to mainstream Kashmir, promising its youth economic opportunities. He promised that the troubled region would be given full statehood at an appropriate time when normalcy returns. On to the other top news. India's plan to sell its debut sovereign bonds overseas is at a nascent stage, according to Finance Minister Nirmala Sitaraman, and this signalled that the government is in no hurry to raise foreign currency debt. At a press conference on Monday, she said that the bond issue had not gone further than the announcement that she had made during her budget speech about a month ago. The Indian Meteorological Department has said that the monsoon deficit in India has been reduced on account of what it called the very good rainfall in central parts of India and the northern peninsula, which includes Maharashtra. The deficit is 7.3% compared to the 18% almost two weeks ago. A.K. Srivastava, who is head of Climate Research Division at the Weather Agency, said. The IMD expects August and September to have 100% rainfall. In more trouble for Yes Bank, global rating agency Moody's reiterated its decision to keep its ratings under review for downgrade for the second time in under two months. It cited the worsening asset quality and higher exposure to non-banking finance companies. In the international space, analysts continued to warn about the dangers of an escalating trade war on Monday as China moved to strike back at the US. The Chinese central bank yesterday morning allowed the yuan to fall below the 7 per dollar mark, a move that had a cascading effect across markets. President Donald Trump tweeted about China and the Fed on Monday morning, saying, and I quote, China dropped the price of their currency to an almost historic low. It's called currency manipulation. Are you listening, Federal Reserve? This is a major violation which will greatly weaken China over time, unquote. And while it may indeed weaken China over time, the effect in markets was more immediate. More than $700 billion was wiped from the value of US equities on Monday. The S&P 500 and Dow declined nearly 3% each, while the Nasdaq dropped 3.5%. Benchmark 10-year Treasury yields fell to their lowest since 2016 and gold rallied. In Asia, the plunge in equities continues this morning with the Nikkei in Japan down by 2.6% in early trade. 
The Australian benchmark and the Kospi in South Korea were also trading with sharp cuts. Indian markets weren't spared the brunt of what was happening globally. The Indian rupee weakened to an over five-month low yesterday. It opened at 70.28 to the dollar and weakened through the trading session. It closed 1.6% weaker at 70.73 to a dollar. In the equity market, the benchmark Nifty and Sensex ended over a percent lower. Foreign institutional investors continued selling at a rapid pace. They net sold another 2,000 crore rupees worth of equity in yesterday's session, according to provisional data. With that, it's over to Darshan Mehta for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Darshan. How are we looking today? Hi, Alex. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. We are bracing ourselves for a big impact today. The global indices are down. The US markets were down significantly. Asia has started negatively. The SGX Nifty, as as of now, is indicating almost a three-point drop. So there is enough pain in the market. But in terms of earnings, India Bulls Housing Finance and Titan will report numbers. Among other numbers, there is JSW Energy, Arwin, Pidilite, AB Fashion, JK Lakshmi Cement, Lakshmi Vilas Bank, IRB Infra, Metropolis Health. Uh, so all these companies will come out with numbers today. In terms of results announced, uh, Berger Payne's results were above estimates with a strong double-digit volume growth. The margins were boosted on account of lower raw material cost, especially crude, and the gross margins expanded by 140 basis points on account of price hikes that they had taken earlier. ENIL results were in line with estimates. The lower profits were due to higher depreciation and finance costs. The core revenues for the radio grew only 1%, while the solution business grew 42%. The management has indicated that advertising spends have been impacted due to a sluggish economy. Dilip Bilkon results are misestimates. The lower sales are due to delay in receiving appointed dates for HAM projects. The roads and bridges segment dent revenues. Mining was strong this time around. The net profit was down almost 51% due to higher depreciation and finance cost. SRF, the results are in line with estimates. The revenue growth was led by chemicals and packaging business. Textiles were sluggish. Other income and tax reversals boosted the sales of the company. The management says that the chemical business was affected by the Dahej plant shutdown and textile business was impacted negatively due to lower offtake. Indian hotels in line with estimates, even the adjusted EBITDA is in line with estimates. Uh, revenues up 4%, profit dropped 63% on higher financing and depreciation cost and that was because of INDAS. Even the EBITDA was up 57% uh, on the adoption of INDAS. So the adjusted EBITDA growth was uh, 16% uh, if you take out the INDAS. Uh, the domestic business grew 1%, international business was robust, 8% growth. KEI Industries results were in line with estimates. Uh, the cables and EPC businesses did well. The stainless steel wire business was muted. Tata Power, a uh, decent set of numbers. The higher profit was from the renewable business that aided. Even the distribution business saw reduction in TND losses. Mangalam Cement, extremely strong set of numbers. Higher other income boosted profit, but the margin beat was on account of cost control. So the EBITDA was up 14 times this time around. Raw material costs have also come down significantly. The July North America Class 8 orders have declined 80% year on year and 22% month on month as per ACT research. This is the lowest monthly number since February 2010. AU Bank had an analyst meet. They are saying that the management will apply for a universal bank license in the next five to six quarters and there are talks that they will focus on granular book, retail and the SME segment. 
Bank of Baroda has reduced MCLR rates by 15 basis points. Vapco has closed operations in five of its plants between 3 and 17 days for weak demand and customer schedule. In terms of brokerages, Bank of America Merrill Lynch has downgraded Bharat Forge. Morgan Stanley has initiated on LNT Infotech with an overweight and a target price of 1780. And Macquarie has cut the target price on Ujjivan to 260 from 350 as they increase the holding company discount from 20% to 40%. But there's much more you need to know before trade actually starts. For that, log on to our website bloomberqueen.com and click on the all you need to know tab and you will be prepared for morning trade. Thanks Darshan. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthew signing off. Have a great day. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IBM Podcast app? On the IBM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladitya Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IBM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy.